This is Destiny, and you're listening to the Life-Hearted Sessions, where we create moments of meaningful conversation about navigating the issues of life and matters of the heart, filtered through faith and godly perspective. Join in and let's uncover, understand, and learn from our everyday experiences. Welcome back to another episode of the Live-Hearted Sessions podcast. This is episode four of season two, and I'm so excited. I'm sure you already know why, but I'll tell you a little bit more about that um, in a few. But if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. If you're back here, welcome back to another Live-Hearted conversation. So happy to have you guys listening in. So on the 8th of March, the world celebrated International Women's Day and it was amazing to see women being honoured, women being acknowledged for their different achievements to society and people's lives and women just standing confident in their beauty and their value and in who they are. And guess what? We're keeping the celebrations going. So in that same spirit, during this month, we will be featuring stories of different women as they share their journeys, experiences and lessons in the different fields that they're in. Um, I have been so inspired and I am so excited for you to hear these amazing stories of women doing great things and making an impact. And to start us off, we feature the beautiful and incredibly gifted Sheila Juma. (laughs) My first interaction with Sheila was on social media. Um, specifically Instagram. Um, She would post videos of herself singing and sometimes even harmonizing herself. And I remember the first time I heard her voice, I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, who is that girl? Who is this? And I remember just from there, I would just watch her videos, attempt to sing along. Keyword here is attempt. I'm still attempting until today to sing along and just mimic what she would do because her musical ear and her approach was intriguing to me. So from there, I've just been a witness of how God has walked with her to this day, even as her musical journey has unfolded and just to see her using her gifts to be a blessing to others. And even as I planned for this series, I knew I just had to have her on here. And she was gracious enough to accept my invitation. So Sheila is behind the amazing song Jiwe, one of my favorite jams. So please go look for it. It's an amazing song. You're sure to have a great time. But before that, listen in as she shares her journey and how she got called into pursuing her purpose in ministry, music and business. My name is Sheila Juma and first of all, thank you so much for having me and for featuring me on your podcast. You're doing an amazing job. I'm not just saying this, I'm being very serious. It's a great honor to be featured on one of your episodes and thank you so much for um, having me and for granting me this opportunity. So like I said, my name is Sheila Juma. I am a singer-songwriter here in Nairobi, Kenya. I feel like my intro to like what I do, who I am, is so generic. <laughs> I need to change it up, but I'm just going to use it because it works. So I'm a singer-songwriter here in Nairobi, Kenya. I lead worship at Life Church International. That is at Kenya Cinema. I am not the worship pastor. Um, I think there's different definitions of what worship leader is, I guess. For what I mean is I'm not uh, the worship pastor. I'm just one of the worship leaders. So that means I lead worship at church when I'm scheduled or BV when I'm scheduled. So 
yes, we have a worship pastor. I'm not the worship pastor. <laughs> um, I am a lawyer by education, not by profession. I barely practiced, but I did my LLB and I have my law degree. So that's what I did in campus. I also am recently a business owner. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. Yes, I'm a business owner. Um, started Nail Vine just uh, one month, I think. Now we're one month. Yes, and God has been so good. A fun fact about me is that I, and this is really interesting, I got to kind of choose my birthday date because um, <laughs> I was born in a missionary hospital and I guess no one checked to see. I was born like in the middle of 1st of May and and second of May. So no one really knows. No one checked the time to like check what time I was born so that we can know which date it was. So when I was, I grew up knowing it was first of May. And so when my mom told me um, that, that story, I was like, oh, so I get to like kind of choose my, my birthday. Cause at some point I changed my second name. So I had to get a, uh, that changed on all my documents and everything. So I kind of got to like say, I think I'll stick with 1st of May. Um, but it could be 2nd of May. I think only God knows. <laughs> yeah, so that's a fun fact about me. I enjoy... What do I enjoy? I think my life revolves... My enjoyment revolves around music. So I enjoy arranging music. I enjoy singing randomly. I also enjoy hanging out with my friends, like just going out for a good time. I'm not really an outdoor person, but when I do get to go out, um, I really, really enjoy it. Yes, what inspired me to go into music and to just live the kind of life I'm living, I think is, and I think I'm going to mention this a lot because um, I strongly believe in purpose. I strongly believe in finding out what God has called you to do. And so what has inspired me to live the kind of life that I live, to do what I do, is um, knowing that I'm called into ministry, knowing the path that God has set before me, and the fact that I'm walking in it, um, and constantly following what the Holy Spirit um, directs, that really drives me that keeps me going that motivates me to get things done because I have an assurance that um, I'm on the right path and God is backing me up so I have that confidence you know uh, while I do what I do like I said I am in ministry uh, music ministry and that for me has been a very interesting journey even to where I got to actually accept the call <laughs> Or like kind of know, not kind of, actually know that this is my path. That journey has been very, very interesting. I started singing when I was very young. Um, I, I could guess like five years of age, maybe even younger. I just don't remember. But I have evidence of when I was up around five or six. Um, and I would sing just because I... I think I enjoyed it. I didn't I don't think I knew what I was doing. Um my parents are pastors, so every time my dad would go to preach, my mom would like sing before he preaches. So I'd see that and so I think I'd just 
I'd see that and I'd be like, oh, I think I can, I can do that. So sometimes, I'd, a lot of times, I'd go and grab the mic next to my mom and I'd try to like follow along whatever she's singing. Sometimes we'd actually practice with her because she just saw, hey, this girl, um, she's going to come to stage anyway. So I'd rather, I'd, I might as well introduce her to the song, etc. So sometimes she'd practice with me. And uh, yeah, that's just how I grew up. I grew up singing on the road with my parents and I don't remember ever singing like actively in the church worship team because we started the church okay they started the church in 2000 um I was young at that time but I don't remember I don't remember like being an active member of the worship team however I would sing like in Sunday school I think the first time I kind of realized that hey I think I can sing was one time I led worship um like I led a song in Sunday school. The teacher was like, oh, you could lead us in a song. And I did something while I was singing. And I was like, what was that? And then my friend from across the room like looked at me like, Aish. Then I was like, oh, wait, I think... I think that whatever I did, I think was a good thing, you know. So then I was like, I think, I think there's something there. So I actually started singing like alone and enjoying it and growing. I'd mimic all singers, all the CDs we had and the tapes we had in the house. I'd mimic the singers from Alvin Slaughter, Ron Kenoli, Martha Munizzi. Um, probably showing my age, but it's okay. <laughs> uh not that old actually let me, let me not even say that um yeah so see why not I'd, I'd listen to music and i'd mimic what they're doing so i enjoyed that's that's just it i don't know if i was like aiming to become a singer i just did it because i enjoyed singing and then i went to high school and that's where i joined like the the, the worship team for for our high school and then I would I started singing like professionally I think in 2016 um during Sinatra's Praise Fest concert. However, during all this time, I think 2016 to 2017, I did a lot of BGV work, but at the same time I was just singing because, you know, I enjoy it and I like it. However, in 2017 um at some point I I don't want to go into details, but I kind of like received, not kind of, I need to stop saying that. I received a call into ministry and I very clearly got the the call, you know. It, it wasn't like a maybe God spoke or a maybe like this is, a, like, no, it was clear that this is your path. Like this is what I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be doing in this life. And so that's when I began to actually be like, okay, this is not just singing. This is actually like my life this is ministry this is the call of god over my life this is my purpose and so that's been a brief i guess summary of my musical and ministerial journey um of course i went on to do worship school because when i got the call i was like okay but then because i was still in law school i was like but then okay so how is it gonna happen and then a year later the door opened to go into worship school and i did that for a year and a half and then i came back had the encounter and yeah, just the way things are unfolding as the as the Lord leads, it's a clear I, I have no doubt. I absolutely have no doubt that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So a transition from law. I wouldn't really say I transitioned from law because I didn't even have time to do anything uh law related on a big scale. Um, cause I finished law school in 2017, December, I did my last exam on, I think 14th or 16th of December in 2017. And by 9th of January, I was in the U S. So I literally went straight from law school into worship school. Um, I did a, a bit of 
drafting here and there while in law school. I did my internships and everything. But really, I can't say that I had like a major transition from like the law career into music and ministry because I uh, didn't really like I think the transition was from like law school to worship school. <laughs> that was the transition. And it wasn't that major because I was like, even while I was in law school, I was like, there is something more. And so when I got into law school, I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, so there was not major, like, um, transition. I do not, okay, let me not say that because things may change. But right, right now I'm not practicing. I, I draft, you know, law documents here and there, like contracts, planes, whatever. Um, but I don't see myself practicing on a big scale, like at a law firm or going to court um, anytime soon. Maybe one day. Uh, one day I'll find out why I actually did my a law degree, but God, I know nothing goes to waste with God, so it's gonna show up somehow, some way, um, one day. But I'm not gonna really, um, I'm not gonna, what is the word? English? Oh, lolo. I'm not going to put it aside. I'm sure there's a word for that. Um, it's escaping me, but yeah, I'm not gonna put it aside. It, it could happen, um, in the future. Some of the challenges I've faced in my journey, not just musically, but as a whole and in general in life. Number one has been trusting God. I think this is something that everyone um, has gone through and probably is still going through in terms of learning to fully trust God. Um, however, I could say that once you get to some form of not form of once you get into a, a relationship with God, trust begins to form because you you start seeing how He just does not fail. Like I cannot, I cannot, and I'm not just saying this because it's a Bible thing, but it's it's a reality to me. I cannot say that there's a time God has failed me, never. And so right now, if I'm believing God for something, if I'm trusting Him on something, then I'm absolutely assured because I, you know, I have I have experience in His. In his faithfulness, I have experience in his um, goodness. And so if it is something that is aligned with his scripture, aligned with his will for my life, then I'm absolutely assured that, you know, it's going to happen, that that he has my best interest at heart. And so number one for me has been trusting God. But once I got to where I am, I'm still having a long way to go, but I think I'm much better off than I was when I first started this journey with the Lord. Um, and it was very... You know, I don't know. It was very interesting. But I'm glad for the process because right now, like, I can't even throw a tantrum at God about anything because I've thrown tantrums before. And then things work out and I'm like, oh, what was that all about, you know? Another challenge is, like, people looking down on me because I am a young girl. And especially when I'm in places and positions of leadership, I actually a lot of times have restrained or refrained from saying my age because number one i'm a woman i'm a girl i'm a lady you can say whatever whichever you choose woman girl lady um and then on top of that um my age i think for the longest time i think right now i'm i'm at a pretty kind of safe place with my age but a lot of the times in the past i have refrained from saying my age because number one i'm a lady and so this person already this man already has that is probably under me already has that like a hey, and it has happened not so many times, but a few times. And they have like, oh, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a young girl telling me, it's a girl telling me what to do. And then number two, they find out my age. For me, that has been a really, <laughs> a really been, a, it's been an interesting thing to go through. But I mean, we move. 
uh yeah remove things have to get done but i think right now i'm not having that anymore that was something that happened had happened in a few years ago right now i think i'm i'm at a better place and i think i've grown also yes so nail vine um that is another story of trusting god um nail vine is an idea that my friend so ashira she's my business partner but before that she was my really she still is my really good friend um how we came about was we okay personally i had wanted to go into business for a really long time i had always said like i want to go into business i was always just like saying that and i i just didn't know what exactly to do business wise i didn't know i knew i wanted to go into business but i didn't know into what specific area so when um sometimes would have meetings with so like friend meetings you know we'd meet with a friend and you know just talk and all that stuff and i'd keep mentioning oh my goodness one day i really want to go into business and she would say the same thing like oh my gosh me too and so we both were like one day after a while we were like okay but they were what is stopping us what is stopping us from going into business because we keep saying this thing but and then like you will say and then <laughs> you know faith without works is dead so you need to put some action into uh to your words and so we were like you know what let's let's go pray about it ask the lord for ideas because the bible says that um he gives us witty ideas so let's let's pray and ask god for ideas and we'll see where where it goes and i think from the very beginning we always were like working the word we are like you know what god said in his word you know number one he gives us witty ideas number two he causes our ways to prosper he you know wants to bless us all these things and we're like if that is in the bible for us then we will surely in this land of the living walk that out and we will experience it in our day and our age so we went and prayed and during that week I just started thinking nails nails it was not leaving my mind I just was like nails I'm like but nails is like 50 million in Nairobi 50 million nail bars in Nairobi and I'm like no nails and then so but it kept coming yeah so the next time we met with Sue uh we we talked about it we talked about we reminded each other of so did you pray did like what so she said she said first we could do nails and I'm like oh my goodness you know how girls can get Oh my goodness. Yes. Um I've been th- I was telling her I've been thinking about that the, the whole week as well and I'm like it's not leaving my mind so that yes let's go into nails. That's just how it started and we I think we started um made the decision to go into business together. I think mid December and I remember that because we would meet for like friendship dates and then that time we decided okay let's meet for like a business meeting so we met for a business meeting not to discuss anything but to discuss business and that day we actually wrote our business plan down did our calculations we um we actually set a date for when we wanted to launch the business we said 6 of february in december we were like we will launch this in 6 on 6 of february and i remember we went on a hike to gong hills just the two of us we prayed we committed everything to the lord and we were like you know what let's work the word let's let's take scripture and walk and walk them out and see them be made flesh in our lives and so that's just how it happened we god began opening doors for us i think we once we started like we started taking steps of faith and god would honor that faith and open multiple doors for us we have so many testimonies that i <laughs> i need more time to like explain and you know just share god's goodness but i think at the end of the day we really give god all the glory because we've seen his hand in a mighty 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 way 
So yeah, and actually on 6th of Feb, just as we had written, we launched Nailvine on 6th of February. And so that's just how it came about. And we give God all the glory. I think one of my biggest lessons is, okay, they tie to each other. But number one, I'll say, follow the Holy Ghost. When I was in worship school slash Bible school, we'd have like um, sessions with our, our, our teachers and ETC. And sometimes we'd have question and answer sessions. And so someone in the crowd would like ask a question to like, how do you do this or whatever? And, you know, you're there because you have kind of like the same question into you're there with your notebook waiting to write the steps, like step one, step two, step three. And then the answer that the teacher would give sometimes was follow the Holy Ghost. And then at first I'd get so mad. I'd be like, oh my gosh, no, I want you to tell me like, how do I do this? Like, so what do I do first? And then what do I do second and next and next? And I'm like, he's just saying, follow the Holy Ghost. And I'm like, oh, okay. Sour. But then when I left college, uh, not college, uh, Bible school and left Bible school and started doing and went into ministry and started doing nail vine and all these amazing, amazing things. What they were saying actually began to make sense because you, all you need is to follow the Holy ghost. He has a blueprint for your life. He knows what you need to do. So if you have, if you cultivate a relationship with him, if you learn his voice, um, he's able to lead and to guide you into everything that you're doing. Again, there's no formula to like the things of the spirit, like your personal walk with the Lord is personal to you. Not it's, I don't have the same relationship you have with Jesus. And so it's personal. Like your journey in life is personal. It's, it's not, we're not walking the same thing. Like God is doing so many different things in so many different people. And so, the answer is genuinely follow the Holy Ghost. And so that's my biggest, one of my biggest lessons in life. Just follow the Holy Ghost. Cultivate a relationship with him. Don't um, quench the Holy Spirit. You know, yield to his urges. And that's something I have been learning to yield to the urges of the Holy Spirit. And what you yield to is what you become. And that's what you, you, you know, subject yourself to. So if you yield to the flesh, then you become fleshly and all that. But if you yield to the Holy Ghost, then, you know, you have great fruit. And my next lesson is just start. I think many people just want to, again, have a formula. But the thing is, like that business, like that ministry, that whatever it is, that project, the answer is the way to start is to start, like just start. What is that first meeting you need to have? What's that first call you need to make? What's that first thing you need to do? Do it and watch God move on your behalf. Um, I think God, and I know God honors faith. And so when you begin to make steps of faith, then he's like, okay, you, you're serious. Yes, I'm going to actually put my hand on this and move and go with you. Um, yeah, those are my two biggest lessons. Some women that I look up to, I look up to Sinach. I look up to Ndokozo from South Africa. I look up to Masi Masika. I look up to my mom. Oh my goodness. These are all women who I look up to. And I think the common factor is their personal relationships and walks with the Lord are so inspirational. And you can see fruit. Um, it's not just word of mouth. It's actually fruit. Like you can see the fruit from these, from these women's lives, from their relationship with, with Christ. Yes. Women in business and ministry and leadership, women that are working their purpose. For me, that is so important to see. For number one, it breaks the stereotype that, you know, women are just for a certain thing. It just goes to show that God really can use anyone. And God is not limited by gender. He's not limited by uh, roles in society. He's not limited by anything. He can use anything and anyone. And for me to see 
powerful women, you know, who've come to their places of influence, come to the places of leadership. For me, that is so inspirational because it goes to show that even me, like even for me, God can do wonders in my life and through my life and that I shouldn't limit myself to just, oh, I'm just a little girl from Nairobi um, who was born in a mission hospital who doesn't even know her birthday. No, God can use can use me just as much as he's using and not to compare or to like say if God doesn't use me in the way he's used this other woman then he's not using me no it's just to say that God has a plan for my life as well and just because I'm a woman does not stop him from using me yeah so any new project I have (laughs) I am still on the encounter um we did the encounter when in March 8th of March 2020 that's last year and We've released two songs from the project, Um, but the album is coming. Oh my goodness. Yes, the album is coming in a few weeks. I cannot wait to make this announcement. I cannot wait to release this music because it's been a long time coming, but it's coming and it's coming very soon. Um, I'm very excited to be, not too close because really it's my first project. My, My It's like my baby and I'm really grateful to the Lord for all the things that he did during that night and through the music that we've released so far. But um, I'm really excited to actually finally release, release that whole project and I think that will give me the freedom to now start, you know, thinking of what next and praying. I'm, I'm praying even now, um, but my focus right now is just to finish that um, project. And I know God, Jesus is the author and the finisher of my faith. What he started, he will complete. And so that's what I'm currently, currently on, but I'm very excited to see that finally come to completion. And Nailvine, we are growing, we're expanding. So many testimonies about Nailvine. Um, we, I think we're open for three weeks and on the third week we expanded. Can you imagine? We were in one room and in the third week we took the next room. God is a God of expansion and we'd constantly pray in our little room a lot of the times when we were there and we'd pray loudly and you know sometimes I'd be like okay maybe we're disturbing like the other businesses around but I'm like no let's pray so that when we get increased when we are expanded and when people see actually actually us you know prospering I hope that's English (laughs) when people actually see us prospering then they know then that the God these guys pray to is actually real like the God these guys serve and the prayers they're praying, they actually work. So we expanded in, in three weeks. We give God all the glory. He's a God who just, his goodness, man, his faithfulness is just something out of this world. And um, yeah, I think those are my new projects. So be on the lookout for that. You can find me on social media. On Instagram, I'm underscore Juma Sheila. On Facebook, I'm Sheila Juma. I'm really not active on Twitter, but you can follow me at Sheila Juma 20. And I have a website, www.sheilajuma.com. .co.ke. Um, you can go ahead and check that out as well. My parting shot would be to encourage anyone that's listening. Find your purpose. Doesn't matter if you're three years old, doesn't matter if you're 90. God has something for you to do on this earth. You're not an accident. God has a specific thing for you to do and you need to find that. I cannot tell you what that is. Destiny cannot tell you what that is. Only God can. And so you need to go to him. Cultivate a relationship with the Lord. Don't be a Sunday Christian. Be an everyday Christian who has fruit in their life. Because we'll see it. We'll, when, you, when you're serious with the Lord, we'll see it. Because when you're serious with the Lord, he is serious with you. There's some things that God is waiting on you to move on. So that he can actually, you know, move on your behalf. So take steps of faith. 
move with the Holy Spirit according to how he leads you. And don't get discouraged and too, don't get, don't compare yourself. Don't compare your journey. Don't compare your, um, don't compare how God is using you to, to how God is using someone else. I think once you cultivate a relationship with the Lord, then you actually are not even focused on anyone else. You're just focused on the Lord. And so don't compare yourself to anyone else. God has something special and very unique for you. And he has so many ways, so many different ways that he can he can use you. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me. I hope um, someone out there has been blessed or impacted or touched in one way or another. And I'm praying for um, grace for everyone that's listening and for you, Destiny, as you continue this amazing project and this amazing work that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, have an amazing, amazing, amazing day and week and year and life. Okay, bye. Thank you so much, Sheila. Thank you for sharing your incredible journey with us. Me, personally, myself, I have been inspired, I've been touched, I've been challenged. You know, just how Sheila dedicates her life and plans to God and moves according to his leading is so challenging to me and my walk with God. And there's one thing I remember that she mentioned that really captured me when I was listening to her story. She said, what you yield to is what you become. What you yield to is what you become. So the question is, what or who are you yielding to? Tafakari Hayo. Again, thank you so much, Sheila, for being a part of the podcast, for sharing your journey. It's incredible to see how God has been faithful in your life and just um, how your journey has been progressive and consistent. And for that, I celebrate you. Guys, Sheila has a song from her concert, her live album recording, The Encounter, and it's called Faithfulness, um, which just speaks of how God has been faithful in her life. And it's also part of her upcoming album. So go listen to it along with my favorite jam, Jiwe. And remember to follow her on social media, on Instagram, that's at underscore Juma Sheila on Facebook, Sheila Juma. And also check out her website, www.sheilajuma.co.ke to stay updated on her new projects, even as we look forward to her album that's coming soon. And also to support her business, Nailvine, you can follow at Nailvine on Instagram, hashtag all things nails and get your nails done and all glammed up and probably you never know you might just get to meet her as well <laughs> yes so thank you so much sheila for just walking in faith and obedience to god and walking in your purpose and all the best may god bless you even as you continue to be a blessing to this generation so if you've been inspired by sheila's story like me i'd love to hear from you you can always leave me a voice message a review or connect with me on social media that's at Lifehearted Sessions on Instagram and Facebook, or you can write to lifeheartedsessions at gmail.com. Even if you want to share your story, stories are always welcome. DM me on social media or write to the email and we can connect there as well. So stay tuned for the next story by another incredible woman coming to your podcast waves very soon. So that's it for this week, guys. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lifehearted Sessions. You can also share with your friends, family and everyone you would like to invite to this space of meaningful conversation. Remember to subscribe so that you never miss a moment and be sure to tune in for the next episode.